0: So thank you everyone for joining us today on our podcast. Uh, today we are very fortunate to be joined by Chuck Pettit. Chuck is the CEO of Republic's Funding Portal and the president of FIG. And Chuck, really excited to have you on. What a week it's been, it's crazy. I'm not sure exactly when we'll be posting this but it should be sometime early next week. It has been quite the week for Reg and even more quite the week uh, for Republic. So thank you so much for joining us.
1: Thanks Chris for having me on, I love King's Crowd. Love you. We've known each other for a while, so lots to talk about.
0: Oh, absolutely. Um, so first off, for those who don't know you, I know we've had the opportunity at many events to get to know one another. Would love you to just give a little bit of your background um, and sure. what your kind of role is at Republic.
1: Background would be, you know, I've been in New York City for 22 years. Classic uh, New York City Wall Street experience. Uh, hedge funds, grad school, entrepreneurial bug. Had a successful run in a uh a real estate related startup of mine and then i wanted to get back into kind of mainstream investing so i launched a micro vc fund that was one way that i could do it only way i could do it maybe and that ended up causing a lot of networking for me uh, met some fellows at angel list who were looking to launch republic um essentially begged my way into making a small investment in that company and also came on as an advisor to help build out the deal team so uh came into Republic just a couple of months after, like, you know, really started in uh, late summer of 2016. And then that deal team has now really become like the infrastructure of Republic's investment platform. Um, at the time I was wearing a thousand hats, like the other, you know, four people I was with. And, you know, that included, I was sourcing deals, doing diligence on deals. I was um, onboarding deals and campaign strategy with the deals and, We had a a legal intern that was doing the legal stuff, and we had um, closing uh, duties as well. So it was a a bit of everything, but what we really learned on the ropes, because no one had ever done this before, was what was needed, who you should be working with, who you shouldn't be working with, and then we productized that, and then we started adding people to each parts of those, and then that really became an infrastructure that we utilize across Reg CF, Reg D, Reg A, and currently at Republic
0: got it and uh, it's been quite the ride so first up let's talk a little bit about your 2020 before we even jump into what's going on right now um, made some acquisitions started to consolidate the space fit I know people have been talking about we think this is going to happen but Republic has really kind of led the way can you talk about some of those moves that you made and the value that's kind of bringing to the republic ecosystem
1: yeah definitely so you know headed heading into 2020 we've been talking about this for years before we were you know, a hodgepodge of, of tech related deals and that was great. And we were really good at that. We had the right connections and network for it, um, but we needed to bring more to our, our clients, to the investors. And the idea was, is that we would, you know, take a vertical approach and find companies that were, you know, looking to join Republic or we could acquire and we're focused on something completely different. In this case, we ended up uh, acquiring a video game investment platform named fig that was um. Almost one year ago, uh, at this point, it was in April of 2020. So, right after COVID, the pandemic started. Real fun time to finalize an acquisition <laughs> that had <it> lasted <laughs> over six months of legal diligence and negotiations, but um, went off without a hitch and it's been you know, well received. We've actually raised more capital um, in, you know, well, I would say in five months because we were unable, we, we, we had to go through a 1A qualification for that particular entity that we didn't receive until October of 2020. So in the five months um we've raised more capital than they did in five years and um we also knew that there were obviously other verticals that are very important to people's portfolios including real estate we acquired a company named compound as our our real estate arms the republic real estate was born at that point in uh, june or july of 2020 and then most recently another major component to this is small and medium-sized businesses um not everything is a scalable tech you know tech solution venture capital t- style deal. There's a hell of a lot of viability in the small and medium-sized business world. And the best one in that market was uh, NextSeed. Um, NextSeed out of Houston was, I've you know, been doing it for maybe you know, roughly five years at that point. They launched before in May 2016, RIG CF law became effective. But um, with that, then we added that third uh, vertical. We also, you know, we also obviously had, I mentioned the tech vertical, but we had the crypto vertical too. So we really had five and now we're looking at others including you know music art energy uh and cannabis cannabis will be the that's the one that's moved most recently that'll be very soon music will be soon after that i hope to have energy vertical um sometime later you know later this year so a, a lot of those and it's really it's really just to help it's for investors right like i said our client and they need to have the ability to diversify their portfolio and when they come to republic now they can find early, middle, late stage companies across multiple verticals that will help them do just that.
0: I mean, real estate, credit, startups, video games, you have a little bit of everything. Um, I remember a time when I talked to Ken, uh, the one of the founders of, of Republic, and I said, you know, people really like your brand, but you don't have that much deal flow. But boy, has that changed. Uh, <laughs> I know has, our team I mean, is probably a little tired of you guys. I I think this week well, it. Mean, it's we it's all-
1: it's all strategic too. Like we know, like we've we've launched more deals this year than we did in all of 2017. It's crazy. Uh, we'll, we'll soon pass all the deals that we did in 2018 as well, just in the in the first half of 2021. But um, it's strategic because, look, we I, I feel, and we all feel that you know one of the next phases of this industry is getting into getting into the mainstream, which would be asset managers, um, the yeah. private client, you know, wealth managers of the world, where. They have financial advisors and they have, uh, you know, risk analysts who help their clients or private clients find exposures that they, you know, that'll help their portfolio. But you can't do that when you're only 150 campaigns over a 12-month period. They wouldn't be able to come and properly assess the risk. But if you have 500, they could probably do a pretty significant test. And what that what that means for founders is you're going to see large buckets of, of companies you know, say 10, 15, even up to 25, that will be funded basically all at once in a matter of a week or two. And then those allocations will get diversified across hundreds, if not thousands of private clients at the Merrill Lynch's etc et cetera, of the world.
0: Yep. So let's talk about this past week. Um, minimums or, or maximum amount that a company can raise under Reg CF is raised to $5 million. And we see just this crazy influx of companies and capital being committed. I think our team had forty or fifty deals to review this week. They were like so underwater, um, but it was so exciting. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you guys had the first sellout Gum Road with a five million dollars raise, which was incredible. Can you talk a little bit about what this change to the regulation means for you and the market going forward?
1: Yeah, so going from a million to five million definitely gets in a lot more people's radars, and you know it's becoming. Uh, I, I've been saying for a while that investment crowdfunding is a tool that should be in every founder's toolkit. It should be part of their capital raise uh, stack. And this really accelerated that idea, that concept. And it's becoming a thing. And we've had people come up out of the woodworks from everywhere, people that we talked to a year ago, you three years ago. Now, all of a sudden, they're like, wow, that's an interesting number. And you're actually proving that it can happen. That campaign uh, launched in the morning and... It actually closed $5 million on the same day of the rule changes. It was, at, it was at 11.59 p.m. Eastern. I was clicking my page to update it rapidly and just to see that it got to, and it did, at 11.59, which is pretty cool.
0: That's awesome. And and Backstage Capital also has had an incredible amount of success since reopening. And now they're, I think they're at 3 and a half or almost $4 million raised now. So, I mean, yep. $9 million in or you know whatever, $7, 8000000 million in a week. And I can remember when seven, $8 million was like a good month in reg CFs. That was we more, we
1: did more that day than we did in 2016 and 2017 and almost half of 2018 in one day.
0: Talk about compound growth, right? And,
1: <laughs> and like put it in perspective, like back then in 2016, 2017, we were like, holy shit, you know, 200,000 in the month or something that. And knowing that that was not going to be economically viable, but it was so hard to get things going back then. And now to have like a day like that is really, it's rewarding, but I'm humble. The rest of the team is humble too, you know, realizing that's not going to cut it. Like we still have a long way
0: to go. Talk to me about your sourcing strategy. Has that changed over time? Are you productizing that? How are you, I mean, you have an incredible amount of deal flow. How are you making that happen?
1: Yeah, part of it's productized. A lot of it's still relationship management. Um, we get it from various sources. I'm sure it's, it's similar to you know other people's uh, uh, you know pipelines too. Like there's there's partners, there's cold inbound, there's cold outbound, there's events, uh, etc. But the one that the one thing that I've noticed, and it's gotten so much better, it's because it's just because the deal like the deal flow you know sources are coming up the learning curve. They're starting to understand what this is all about and the types of companies. Not only that work, but are acceptable, meaning they have proper um, you know, track record and, and traction history, etc. So they're bringing us more and more viable deals as they come up that learning curve. It's it's, it's night and day. You, you team up with a partner; it could be a very big named venture capitalist out of Silicon Valley, and the first deal they refer to you every time is horrible, and you have to reject it, and you start that relationship, that new partnership, off on the wrong foot because of it. But Over time, the majority of them have started to appreciate and respect that. And then they start to refer the quality deals that are in their portfolio or in their network. And um, things like March 15th and things like the $5 million raise certainly accelerate people's um, activity in doing that too, which is awesome. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so another big thing happened this week, or at least a big announcement happened this week. Um, you guys raised a $36 million Series A. So first off, congrats on that. Um, tell us a little bit about how that came together and what the plans are with, with that raise. Uh, thank you so much.
1: It, it, um, it's been on our agenda. We, we started to you know, consider it and think it through and map it out in our minds and on paper and various different ways coming you know, during Q4 2020. We set out to put some feelers around in uh, early December and quickly had a term sheet before end of year. Um, went through legal diligence and then closed around just recently and announced it this past Monday, um, March fifteenth, the day that the rules changed. So a, lot of, a lot of things going on then. Um, we will definitely. It's going to be you know certainly growth capital. We're looking at things like you know creating like a true secondary market. We're looking at. Um, it, it, going forward with more verticals that there will be international expansion. We've had plenty of people cover, you know, governments, um, uh, local companies in their local business operations in different countries who have knocked on our door looking for us to bring our technology, our knowledge and experience of this you know, industry to them in various forms, joint ventures, partnerships, collaborations. Um, they want us to do it with them, et cetera. So like that will be the things that'll be happening next for sure. Um, over the coming uh, weeks, months, and years, even.
0: That's really cool. It, do you think? Um, I know there's a regulatory question, but do you think we'll we'll ever get to a world where uh, we'll actually be able to invest in international opportunities as well? I I would personally love to see that world. Curious if you've seen any movement on that.
1: I've not. Uh, meaning, if if a U.S. based investor could say invest in, who I mean, you, you could. Help me here. The UK is a little more restrictive. It's going to take two countries to make that happen. Um, I'd say definitely though, and it's not going to be
0: soon. Got it. Makes a lot of sense. Um, No, that's, that's really, really exciting. Um, So in terms of, you know, deal flow that you're seeing, especially now with the, the, the 5 million limit, um, have you seen an influx of kind of new deal flow coming towards you guys almost kind of inbound saying, Hey, wait a second. I could do my series A here.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, even that, Leading up to it, six months, four months, two months before, when people already knew that rule changes were coming, um, you specifically saw applications where they would say, "I'm doing this because of the rule changes." And then on the day of rule changes, we had an explosion of applications. Um, I'm sure that's all they were thinking too. But um, filtering through those and doing our diligence and our process, et cetera. So that, that little, there's a lag effect; they won't actually start to roll out probably until you know three, or, you know, two or three months from now. But huge uptick.
0: Yeah, um, my estimate is that the market hits for Reg CF alone hits somewhere north of half a billion this year. I'm curious what your thoughts are.
1: I can see based on what I'm estimating for Republic CF activities, I can definitely see that. Um, and knowing what like the we funders and start engines and seat uh, investments so much anymore, but like you know, at least for the CF side of the business, but what they're up to and how they're you know progressing, it's going to be a pretty big number.
0: One of the other cool things that you guys have is the Republic Note. Um, I know yep. right now it's only accredited. Potentially in the future, it could be for non-accredited as well. Um, can you talk a little bit about how that's going, what that looks like?
1: Yeah, so we, we did accept non-accredited investment indications. We will be uh, converting those as soon as we can. We've gone through a very long process with the SEC on that qualification. Um, and rightfully so this is the first time anyone's ever done something like this they're looking at everything they possibly could and our team has done a, a tremendous job of um you know answering and fielding and, and, and communicating with the, the our examiners on this so i do see a light at the end of the tunnel i hope it's soon um it certainly won't you know it won't stretch out much longer so that'll be a great thing um assuming it happens we can release those to uh, non-accredited as, as well and then we can actually get this thing out publicly so it's a, a, you know, a liquid tradable asset very cool um,
0: and for and what... people who
1: don't know what it is like I just real quick it's essentially you know we tokenize one of our you know, one of our assets which every company we work with um, across the various you know, parts of the units of Republic we receive a Securities commission and those securities commissions go into one entity of ours and then we tokenize that entity. Uh, For every past company, present company, and then future company that we work with. And if you are a note holder, uh, through that um, profit sharing token, you essentially get exposure to uh, those positions that we had previously worked on and will work on in the future. Really, it's, it's
0: it's almost like the Republic Index Fund. And I, those will be my words, not uh, yours. I'm sure there's a lot of things you no, can't those, say, are your, but... those are your words. Those are <laughs> your yeah, like, uh, no, words, not, not mine. <laughs> but no, I, I love the concept. Anything we can do to enable better diversification in this space with less effort, um, I personally think is good for the individual investor. And I hope we see yeah. more of that in the future.
1: And, you know, you, you're touching on it now. We haven't specifically called it out, but, you, you know, you asked about the, the deal flow and the uptick and stuff like that. That's actually really, really good for investors. And here's why it's creating a ton of competition with, with founders and with their companies and the, and the applicants, because we are seeing so many. We, we have a, you know, we have a greater ability to pick the, you know, the best of the best and yeah. get those ones out in front of. And you're also seeing it, it trigger a lot of companies who already were great. Right have right. solid track, you know, track records and they have solid growth and they've got all the baseline fundamentals and then some that are now curious and or want to do this because of the new rules. That means greater, you know, more deals, but also means more quality deals for investors. But That's like totally word to the why. So like you know founders out there who want to do regulation crowdfunding, it is competitive.
0: Yep hundred percent. And there's a big difference between going on a great platform and a good platform, I think. Um, so you're absolutely right. It is competitive and there's a big difference between going on those platforms. So getting on a platform like Republic is, it's a huge leg up. Um, and I, I think it's a real testament to what you guys are building.
1: And another thing that I'm seeing is, and you I don't know if you are too, but so there's a lot of, you know, assumptions that if the rules change from a million to 5 million that it would be eating regulation a's lunch and i'm not seeing that at all it's actually yeah. creating more buzz in reggae because people are seeing like oh well that's uh you know i could do it there and then i could do a reggae or if that rate you know if, if Reg cf is doing that then reggae must really make sense because you can raise up to 75 million dollars there so why don't i go for reggae it's been the growth of reggae was already, you know, headed in the right direction coming into this year, but now I think it's actually kind of solidified, which uh, was not expected by a lot of people. Um, I was on a wait and see what happened kind of kind of mode, but I'm happy to. And you see it with Start Engine and you see it with Seed Invest, uh the reggae deals that they're you know coming out with are high quality and they're raising a ton of money. Oh my god.
0: Um, yeah. Series A, B, C, D. I mean, it's been crazy. Yeah. So that's something we, we haven't even hit on. Uh, you also moved into reggae plus uh reg d you have your reg d platform and you've done some amazing deals on the reg d side and a ton of volume let's talk a little bit about that
1: yeah so there's a private so we have you know republic retail which is me and then there's uh, republic i'll call it private which is um the spacex's and robin hoods of the world with a you know a, a relatively compared to a large you know million plus uh member platform like retail but a small network of private investors uh family offices high net worth etc that that are doing those deals they raise significant money, though, $5, 10 $25, 35000000 million. The biggest yeah. position we have is $66 million. Um, and then there's a the, the last unit of Republic is advisory. That's our Republic crypto arm. But the Reg D public-facing part is part of retail. So we have a, an accredited platform that's public-facing, meaning they're utilizing 506C, which then you can then advertise and market to people you don't know which is very handy and works well with crowdfunding and a infrastructure that's built for crowdfunding um so seeing a lot of the deals actually coming out of the private facing reg d platform into the public facing reg d platform because they like most of most founders want more exposure and they want more you know knowledge of their brand and products and services and another check so it's a it's a great you know it's very compatible and um, has proven to work to date. We really only started that public facing Reg D in December of 2020. And um, I see it potentially exploding. Um, yeah. with, the, with the Reg A stuff, we were slow to the market on that. I, I, will, I will say that, and that's you know, perhaps my fault, but um, the pipeline's full right now in a quality, quality way. I'm really excited about what's coming out over the next 15 and 90 days in that, uh, in that securities exemption. Uh, we currently only have one Reg A live deal. There are three Reg A deals um, that are live through Fig, the video game investment platform. Those are revenue shares. It's not going to be the you know the kind of standard uh, equity deals that you see typically in Reg A, but there are plenty more that are coming that are pretty hot and awesome. And it'll be you know I can't say hot. That would be investment advice. But I, I'm I'm excited personally because we're growing we're growing the business. You know, yeah, and. Get them out there. And it, it reflects well what I just said about reggae growing and kind of becoming um, more so, you know solid than it was certainly was two years ago. Um, it was a little shaky then, but now it's looking really like a viable place for for founders.
0: Well, the cool thing is it's I mean, we're literally talking about as a founder, you could raise all of your money online through the entire life cycle of your business. And you know, I'm a standing testament, right? We have we have made our way. Entirely by raising capital online, we've done a little over two million dollars, and it's all been about raising capital online from individual investors. But yep. now with Reg A plus, you do up to seventy five million on a yearly basis. By the way, so you could do your Series A, <laughs> B, C, D. I mean, it's it's crazy
1: beyond yeah. right <laughs> beyond. <laughs> I, 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 I think I, I know three companies that have hit fifty million dollars raised before the rules changed. Um, obviously, no one has done seventy five million yet. It's only been three days into the rule change, but um i'd expect to see more of the 25 50s and 75 million million dollar raises for sure and that that story will come together there will be a, in the near near you know term a company that does Reg cf maybe once or twice they do reg a major raise 25 million plus perhaps they dip back into reg a again and then there's there's going to be an ipo event that story that like piece together story will happen and that will create a lot of buzz and also give a lot of people like faith in it happening and that will mean then mean more people will apply it, and more companies will be available to the you know to the crowd to invest in um you also have a couple you know in our portfolio i know of a few exits that are coming that are already in process and will be announced you know publicly those stories once they start to hit like i know like we had like zenefits but that was really before that wasn't rig cf that was before you know investment crowdfunding that we know today um happened and a lot of people just don't know about that story, but these ones, because there's so many eyes on this now, and there's so many people in the community and network, once one, two, three of these come out and that content's shared in a couple places, Bloomberg, whoever picks it up, it can be
0: a massive snowball effect, so. Really move the market for it. No, I'm excited for that day. I know we've all been looking forward to that. And you know, the reality is the failures are gonna come much faster than the successes, right? Success takes time. Um, But being able to tell those stories is incredibly important. And I think all the underlying trend lines, I mean, we see it from institutions, from individuals, Um, things are definitely trending in our direction. It's really cool to see. And as an investor, I think the benefit of everything we're talking about here is not just that Republic is going to get bigger, but they now will have exposure to a mix of really early growth, late stage investments, as well as real estate and credit and all of these things, which if you build a really diversified portfolio of private assets, you know, there's a good chance you could perform better than than even the traditional public equity markets or at least diversify yourself.
1: Yeah, and they, you know, and this isn't a plug or anything, but that's why they need, you know, people like you and your, in your product and service at King's crowd. It's to help filter through this. It's, it's madness. It's madness yes. for me. And I'm like, you know, I'm on my fingers on the pulse and I'm <laughs> having a hard time keeping up with it, but um, having a King's crowd type, you know, product and service that then, you know, filters and, you know, essentially regurgitates and provides proper, like, you know, information or information that can be bite-sized and understood or allows you to dig in further, whatever have you is super important. Yeah. And and you've seen it, you saw it, you know, like you want to be the morning star of privates. Right. So, um, and I'm familiar with that world and the SPs and Moody's and stuff too. And look how successful they were. And because there's demand, the private client needs it and the financial advisors love selling it. So, yeah.
0: (laughs) Awesome. Well, Chuck, this has been a phenomenal conversation as I knew it would be. Thank you so much for your time today. Congrats on all the success and really looking forward to the continuation of everything that Republic is up to and the market is up to.
1: Happy to uh, do it again. So much more to share whenever you want me on. Please uh, reach out and look forward to hopefully seeing you soon sometime. It's been probably 14, 15 months at this point, but (laughs) it'll happen. I'll be I'll be in San Francisco someday.
0: Awesome. Sounds terrific. Well, thanks again, Chuck, and have a wonderful day. Take care now. All
1: right, Chris. Thank you. Bye.